Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy and healthy life. Not as disabled people, but as people with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, I want to remind you, An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so if you get a minute... Check it out. While you're tripping around the web, make sure you stop by our group page, Living with a Disability. That's on Facebook. You can get there real easy by going to www.famousapple.com forward slash group. That's G-R-O-U-P. There's a lot of people over there talking, they're chatting, they're making new friends, they're answering questions, asking questions, they're having a lot of fun. They're doing it, why shouldn't you? Go over there to www.famousapple.com forward slash group. Hey, we have got a good one for you today. We have with us Donna Conley. She's an author, she's a podcaster. She's a little bit of everything. She has a new book out called Wild Moon Healing. It's a good book. She's going to tell you all about that. But I got David here. He's going to tell you all about Donna Conley. So sit back, relax, and listen to David. Go ahead, David. Tell us about Donna. Who is Donna Conley? Determined to become an advocate for mental health, Donna S. Conley developed an integrated approach to teach people to discover who they are, what they want, and how to love and accept themselves so they can live their best lives. She began a career as a life coach, blogger, podcaster, and wrote Wild Moon Healing while working full-time in corporate America. Donna is working toward her goal of transitioning to a full-time career to help remove the stigma of mental health and normalize loving, committing, believing, and respecting yourself. Donna has had a successful career in the human resources field for over 20 years. She earned a master's degree in her field from UMUC and is currently attending Duke's DHWCT certification program. Human resources is the business of people and Donna has professionally helped, supported, and touched the lives of many people during her career. She was born and raised in Riva, Maryland, but has always considered Reedy, West Virginia, her home. That is where her mind wanders when she thinks about growing up and the summers she spent at her nan-nans. Donna is the proud mother of a United States Marine. If you can't find her, she's most likely in the woods discovering a new trail to hike or simply admiring the moon. From a total wellness perspective and addressing people as a whole, she believes strongly in the spiritual aspects of health in addition to physical and mental health. She deeply believes everyone has their own inner magic and can use it to create their best life and inspire others. Wild Moon Healing is Donna's first published work. And now, back to Jimmy. Thanks, David. Now, 
I want you guys to sit back, relax, and without further ado, let me introduce you to this amazing person, Donna Conley. And as I promised you, we're here with Donna Conley. And I just have to point out, Donna has the same name as my wife's maiden name. Now, no, we're not related, but we may be by the end of this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how, How are you today, Donna? Oh, I am well. Thank you so much for having me, Jimmy. Well, thank you for being here. I am so interested in the subject wild moon healing (laughs) go ahead you have to explain this because i can't (laughs) well wild moon healing is i was writing a book before i even realized i was writing a book because i journal and stuff so much just on my own personal healing path you know i've i've had depression um battled alcoholism and a lot of other things that many other people overcome in their life or are currently suffering through now. And, you know, one day I remember just looking up, I always love the moon. I'm a definite moon lover, but I was like, wow, it's another full moon. And I haven't done anything I said I was going to do. And so I kind of started creating my own routine of following lunar cycles to help me achieve my goals, help me to heal and learn more about myself. And, you know, moon work can be um, a lot of different things, a wellness practice, a healing therapy. For me, it was a self-discovery journal journey. Um, you can use it as a time management tool, figure out what you can actually accomplish in a month. And, you know, a lot of people, they, they waste a lot of time, watch TV, play video games and stuff, and then they wonder where their life went. You know, it's been used as time management tool for a long time. So that's um, that's where the the concept of the book came from, and um, you know through the book you get to know yourself. You you know you create a goal, you go after it, and you really have to analyze yourself. You know like well why didn't that work? This triggered me, and you know this was a barrier that I came across. So you kind of examine yourself, and then um, that brings up like something that needs to heal in you, like inner child work or some sort of trauma that's created something inside of you. And as you learn about yourself and go towards your goals, um, you transform your life. So now how does this actually work? Are you, are you, I'm at a loss. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the program is with under the new moon, you um you know so when the sky is dark that the energy is there to help you um, create your goals you know you should always have long term goals but each month you should say what is my goal this month to help me get closer to my long term goal you know so if I wanted to run a 5k you know I'm not a runner so I can't just go out and start running um, however many miles today you know it's not going to work. What can I do this month to help me get closer to that goal? And so you create this, what you want to do, you create your action plan and you come up with, um, you know, well, if it's going to rain, what am I going to do instead of my planned running, right? And uh, then under the waxing moon, which is when the 
moon starts to grow towards the full moon, that's when you go after your goal. So you just give it your all and see what happens. You know, does your plan work? If it didn't work, you kind of evaluate it and learn about yourself. And then under the full moon, it's like, okay, you've identified some some barriers that maybe, you know, held you back. And it could be um, a thought process. Maybe you have some negative beliefs about yourself. I'm not good enough or something like that. And uh, you identify what's holding you back. And then under the waning moon, you work on trying to get rid of those things and replace them with positive things. So is this like a monthly bucket list? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's pretty cool. So like each month you're, you're, you're making your goals for the month. You're making a list of your goals for the month. Mm-hmm. And more or less trying to make your, trying to make your goals. And if you didn't make them, you're analyzing why you didn't make them. Yeah, you know, maybe you were a little overzealous and you put too much on your plate. Maybe it wasn't realistic. You know, maybe you didn't believe in yourself enough and you didn't give yourself enough uh, to-do items, right? Oh, I get it now. I, <laughs> oh, I, I was lost there for a second. <laughs> and everything is everything is guided by the moon, by... Mm-hmm. So it's like starting with a full moon, and does it have to do with the half moon and the quarter moon and all that too? Yeah, well, you have the quarter moon. The first quarter moon is during the waxing cycle as the moon gets bigger, and then the waning cycle has the um, final quarter moon, your crescent moon and all that in between. But it's I, I look at it as the whole cycle. Ah, so you really don't have the, t- you don't have the time to get depressed. you're busy writing stuff down trying to accomplish it and looking at the moon at the same time (laughs) it was easy to do this past week it was beautiful really did you see what was it a couple of days ago there was a i walked i I walked i rolled out of my garage and (laughs) (laughs) there was this huge moon facing me it was amazing Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful. Let me get this straight, though. So you make a list of what you want to accomplish, not long term, but just for that month, right? Mm-hmm. And then now you're you're following the moon itself. Mm-hmm. There's energy in the moon, like that full moon really captivated you. There's it, actual energy. It did. It, did. It, it 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 was amazing. It was like. Bam, a punch in the face. I was like, wow. And I couldn't stop looking at it. <laughs> yeah. Honest honest to God. You know what the funny thing is? Every time I look at a moon like that, I'm looking for Jackie Gleason's face. <laughs> <laughs> I, honest to God, from the honeymooners, I'm always looking for the face. But it, it did. It, it just, I had to stop and just stare at it. And I don't know if I'm the only one that does that, but... Anytime, oh, I think a lot of people do, yeah. <laughs> anytime I see, and especially when it's that big and it's just rising or whatever, I just have to stare at it. It's amazing to me. It's like it's got a hold on me there for, for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spirituality side of wild moon healing would be that this full moon lights your metaphorical path, right? So it helps you see things that, you know, like we... we 
even if you're just teased on a playground, it's a part of you that you think, okay, this part isn't normal. It's not acceptable. So we hide that part of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And as you grow older, it's what I call shadows. So you have these parts of you that is you, your true self, which is amazing, but you don't show it to anyone because you're afraid of being laughed at or rejected or something. And so the spiritual side of a full moon is it shines on your metaphorical path and helps you see things that you've hidden and helps you heal from whatever caused you to hide it in the first place. So that's where you get into things like depression and anxiety and stuff. It's like, let's try to explore it instead of letting it, you know, like I have plenty of times I've never missed work from depression, but I have so many weekends of my life where I never got out of bed. Really? You know, it's like, it's like, look at these things. Let's, let's see what's, uh, what's going on. Now it's interesting you said that because on your bio, you said that you, you've gone through your, your personal journey in search of happiness and healing and stuff, but you spent most of your life hiding from your trauma. Yeah. When did you Yeah, start? I I um I'm I used to be a heavy drinker. Once I finally started telling people that about my blackouts and stuff, they were like, Oh my gosh, you know. And um so when I sobered up it kind of created more things. People were like, well, I miss drunk Donna. She was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know who she is because, you know, she and I can't be around at the same time. I also, I've, I've always been an emotional eater and I can go way back to childhood with that. But uh, at a certain point in time, I became a binge eater. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, um, you know, when you do these things, you have things that you hide from yourself and we kind of hide it in our body, if that makes sense. Yep. So I'm drinking and I'm eating food, but as I put things in, it's preventing things from coming out, right? Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not crying. I'm not talking about my feelings. I'm just eating them. Right. So that I keep them, keep them in. And so those kind of things are the things that we need to explore, you know? So if I'm, I'm like, okay, I need to go on a diet. So here's my action plan under the new moon. Well, okay, this happened and it triggered me into a binge eating episode. Look at this trigger. You know, is it something I need to heal? Is it someone in my life I need to get rid of? It's it's a pretty deep process. I mean, you have to be ready for it. I can sympathize with you. I mean, when I first got hurt, I went through the binge eating. Mm-hmm. And I had enablers all around me. <laughs> when yeah, people came yeah. to visit, they thought, oh, well, let's bring Jim a shake. Well, let's bring him Entenmann Donuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was my best medicine until I yeah. finally tried to stand up. And uh, I went from weighing 200 pounds to weighing 380 pounds. Yeah. See, but you weren't. what you weren't doing was probably talking about your feelings about the accident and all these things, that, which is healing. I, Even though it hurts, that's the way to heal. But when you instead put things in your body to hide it, it just makes it worse, right? Well, it made me it made me feel better when it was going in, and plus the yeah. fact that I went from I used to smoke, and I went from smoking a pack and a half a day to smoke smoking five packs a day at one point. And well, I was up to three packs at one point myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I was in bed at, at home and. That's all I did was smoke and eat. I mean, mm-hmm. since then, I've lost 155 pounds now, and 
That's great. And I don't smoke at all. But since then, I've also had a couple of heart attacks and a couple of strokes. But, you know, it all goes with the, it all goes with the, you know, yeah, I have friends that said I'm way sicker now than when I drank and smoked so much. Exactly. I don't know what it's, your body's <laughs> expelling stuff or something. I'm not sure about that part, but <laughs> your body's slapping you for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but you do you 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 compensate for bad feelings, and if you just opened up, I hated mm-hmm. the world at one point. Yeah, and my. The way I was getting even with the world was by destroying myself. And I, I see what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. How, how can someone identify the symptoms of hiding their feelings, of hiding their trauma in their life? Uh, well, there's, um, um, you know, you can blame. It's not your fault. You know, it's somebody else's fault when, you know, we make choices every day, even if it's because we're angry at somebody else or something, um, But if you blame anyone for the state of your life, that's kind of a clue. If you're angry, um, you know, if you withdraw, you like to be alone a lot. Um, You know, just um, just not taking care of yourself. You know, if and the thing is, we all have our answers inside of us. It's just kind of hard to see at times. But, you know, you know, if you're eating foods that's going to make your body sick. You know, if smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol and all these things that I've done and, and all, and it's, you know, that, um, your body doesn't like it. Right. You know, but it's, um, treating yourself in a way. Um, you, um, some other things might be, um, you say you're the yes person, no matter what, no matter who needs what you say, yes, at the own expense of your own health. You know, it's like, you don't, you put yourself last. You know, any mom in the world can probably say, oh, that's, that rings true to me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, you know, like I was talking to someone the other day and and she's like, I'm not depressed. I don't binge eat, but I have all this weight to lose because I put so much effort into building my business. And I told her, I said, well, see, the thing is, is you put so much effort into building your, your business, but you didn't think that you were important enough to take care of yourself along the way. And she just kind of stopped and looked at me like, okay, so why I put all this stuff into my business instead of myself. And, you know, so she's, she's contemplating these things right now, but it's all like, why don't you take care of you? You know? Yeah. I, well, I think I could probably name 50 people like that off the top of my head right now. Mm-hmm. Do, do, does that mean that they're, they're suffering from trauma though? Or, um, or are they just they, doormats? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I think that everyone has some sort of trauma. Now, you know, like my youth was, I don't have many memories before the age of 13. Mm-hmm. Um, I have zero memories of, um, I, I don't want to say anything that might trigger a listener, but um, but I'll tell my story. I, um, My mom, when I was um, kindergarten age, she had a failed suicide attempt. She shot herself, and I was there apparently, wow. but I have no memory of it. Um, Thank God. My dad was doing the best he could, and he put me in a babysitter. And she, her boyfriend, her husband, whoever he was, he beat me really badly one night. Wow. And that was a repressed memory that came out when I had my son. And then um, I lost my brother. He was a, a Marine in his 20s. I was 13. And so it's like that 
you know, that was like my my youth. I didn't have vacations to Disneyland or anything like that, you right. know? So now, not, not, some people might have worse things than me. Some people might be like, well, I don't remember anything. You know, I had a, my parents were there. Everyone was happy. We did this. We did that. Don't judge your trauma against anybody else's. That's... Even if someone made fun of you and that's like the worst thing that ever happened to you, that's your trauma. And it doesn't matter if you think someone else's trauma is worse than yours or not, you know? Wow. You had that it. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's it. That, yeah. That's, that's a No wonder you. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words with that. <laughs> yes, I mean it's like I think everybody, even if it's looking at a magazine and this young girl is like, "Oh, well, I don't look like that, so I am not pretty. I'm not this." You know what? Whatever caused that thought, that's that's a sign of a trauma. You know. You know, and, I always thought that everyone's problem is the worst to them. Yeah. You know, no matter what it is, you may think it's nothing. But to them, it's the worst thing in the world. And you can't take that away from them. Yeah. You can't belittle them for it. You know, it's the same thing in the disability community. You know, people are hurt. And the, the hurt to them may be nothing to you. Maybe you went some, through something worse in your mind. But to them, mm -hmm. that's the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. So you can't, you can't, you know, deny them that. Yeah, you can't judge another person based on anything. It's just love and compassion is what makes the world go round. Exactly. And, yeah, and that's what the Wild Moon Healing, my aim is to change the world by getting everyone to love themselves. That's you it. Know, that's, that's the yeah. answer. That's the answer yeah. to it all. you got to love yourself. Love yourself and respect <laughs> yourself. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, I, I know with me, and I think it's with most people, we're our own worst critics. And it's like, no matter what, who says what, that's, oh, yeah, this is good, this is good. And you're like, no, it's not good enough, you know, yeah, or whatever. Exactly. I don't know why we do that to ourselves, you know. It's be just love ourselves and appreciate what we did accomplish or learn something from it. You know, there's never failure. Failure doesn't kill dreams. Fear does, right? Exactly. You, know, you, you get afraid, so you quit trying. You know, there's, there's, to me, there's no failure. There's a success or there's a lesson. You're learning something or you're, you're, winning right exactly either way you're winning if you don't if you don't take a chance you're never gonna fail yeah so yeah you, you never know if you if you don't take a chance you're failing anyway so you have to take a chance if you take a chance you're gonna win <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you don't take a chance you failed already i know yeah because it's never gonna happen i know when i was first starting the podcast i hated the sound of my voice and I'm not saying it's the best sounding voice, but I hated the sound of my voice. And I had the equipment and it sat on my desk for a year. I had it all set up and for a year I looked at it. Mm. I didn't even turn it on to try it. I just looked at it for a year. <laughs> yeah. And then it was the fear of no one's going to listen to me because I sound like whatever it is you thought you sounded like. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then I finally turned it on. I taped my I taped myself talking, and I said, "No, I'm not doing this." <laughs> <laughs> my wife talked me into it, and I said, "Well, I'm going to try it, but if people laugh, I'm throwing it away." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
And now look at you out here. Yeah, it's five years ago now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they still laugh, but I don't care. Nobody's <laughs> <laughs> laughing that I know of. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, your book. Let's let's talk about your book. Okay. Uh, you wrote it from your journals. I did. I um, I journaled, and then at a certain point in time, uh, my friends were like, "Donna, what are you doing?" Because they were noticing a change in me. And I felt kind of silly saying, you know, I'm doing this moon work. <laughs> <laughs> but um, eventually I, I said, well, here's what I've started doing. And they're like, oh, I want to hear more about this. So I started creating these moon reports and sending it to them each month. And those those reports became my first rough draft for my book. Cool. Yeah. That, that's really cool. Do you still journal? I do. Um, I don't necessarily journal all month long. Um, I, I definitely do on the new and full moon for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I started journaling years ago. Mm -hmm. the, the doctor had suggested it. And I find it very relaxing, actually. Well, it really um, it gets into um, your nervous system, right? So we have these neural pathways. And when you actually take pen to paper your hand is moving so you're physically moving while you're thinking and it really helps you to connect what you're thinking about mm -hmm. and that leads to what i call aha moments right right so you know you're, you're journaling all of a sudden you just sit back like oh wow you know like something clicks <laughs> yeah yeah well i know it helps me with the podcast it i used to do a blog and i did that uh, i did that before i got neuropathy but I, it helped me with the blog, and yeah. I just find it—I find it relaxing. At the end of the day, sometimes in the morning, I just find it relaxing. And there's no purpose to it. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Sometimes, mm -hmm. I just find it relaxing. You know, you get your inner thoughts out on—I do it on the computer, but you get your yeah. inner thoughts out, and it's done. And for some reason, yeah. it's just like a relief. It's like a, a relief valve or something. Yeah, it's this release. You let it go when you, you write it down. And I always tell people, if you're not a journaler, you don't like doing that, or you don't feel like you have enough time for it, be creative. Draw it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, cook it. Cook it, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, come up with something and use seasonings and herbs to kind of say what it is you're, you're thinking, right? right? You know, it's just any way that you can to express yourself, that's learning who you are. And um, that's a great thing. Here's something else. Now, this was on your on your uh, profile. And it was one of the questions that you had. And I, I'm just uh -huh. curious about it. It said, at some point, you were, function you were a functioning adult, raising your son, finishing your education, and working full time. But you were sad, just existing. You built a fortress around you to numb that pain. How was your life at that time? Yeah, that was that was a pretty tough time. That's when I was um, really depressed. I remember my very first thing on, I tried to find help. I tried to find a therapist, but pre-COVID, it was pretty tough. I'm sure it's still tough, but no one would see you over a phone or a Zoom call back then. Right. And I, um, I just, when you're so overpowered with all these emotions and you're not even sure what it is, you know, it's just so heavy. 
And I, I finally realized that, you know, okay, a therapy isn't going to work for me right now just because it's, I can't find someone to work with my schedule. And I went on to Google and I typed, you know, how to be happy. I was like, <laughs> this is the saddest thing, you know, but, <laughs> but that, that led me to something called EFT, emotional freedom technique, right? tapping on certain points. And you say what, your false belief is, you know, like if you think you're not worthy or you're not good enough, you don't matter, you go through and say these things, but then you go back and tap again to rewire it, rewire your thoughts. And um, that really is what started me down this, this path of wanting to help people. It's like I figured out a way to help me. Now, EFT might not be for everybody, but, you know, for me, that was my first heal, what I call a healing modality that I discovered that really started to change me and pull me out of that darkness. That's cool. That, you know, sometimes you, you have to look in, like you said, you, 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 you laughed a little bit when you said you looked in Google. Sometimes yeah. you have to look wherever, and mm -hmm. you'd be fine. You, 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 you'd be surprised where you'll find the answers. You yeah. may find the answer in a Cracker Jack box, but you'll, you'd be surprised. I've, I've looked on YouTube for certain answers, and I'm shocked when I find them there, you know? Well, you, you, um, you know, like I could have spoken to a friend, right? But my friend's going to be like, Donna, what are, why are you even sad? You know, you've got this and this and this going for you, and it's, it's something you can't really explain. Exactly. So asking for help is not always easy because you're not sure what you need help from sometimes. Exactly. And mm -hmm. you know you're asking asking friends and family, and they're they're giving you the that that oh you have nothing to be sad about, mm -hmm. you know, and they mean well by it, but they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And it makes you feel worse exactly. because you like, exactly. why can't even justify my own feelings. <laughs> exactly, they're like walk it <laughs> off. You know, okay. Yeah. If it was that simple, I would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I understand two hundred percent what you're talking about, and yeah, you know, trying to sometimes it's better to go to a stranger, you know, mm -hmm. just to to find out. I I agree with you. Now, yeah. your book, your book. What's the one big takeaway from your book? Well, what would that be? What I hope people get from the book is that they have all the answers they need, whatever you need is inside of you. If you're searching for happiness, you have to find it in you. You know, whatever it is you're looking for, it exists in you. It's just, you know, you're not, for wh whatever reason in your life, you're not able to see that right now. Yeah, I think my big takeaway is that, you know, you you have everything that you need inside of you, that you're you're made wonderfully and there's absolutely nothing wrong with you, you know, because my big dream for like the world is to like eradicate depression, suicide, type two diabetes, you know, preventable diseases that come about from people that just don't love themselves, you know. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, just from talking to you, uh -huh. I, I get the feeling your book isn't the type of book that says you have to do this or you have to do that. Or it's not going to work. Your book is more like suggestions, right? Yeah, it kind of helps you 
find the answer in yourself because there is no one way, you know, if, if it were, then people would be doing that. Right. Right. But everyone has to do their, their own journey. You know, maybe it's this person who's very successful and he realizes that his whole life was to make his dad proud, but he's not done anything that he actually wanted to do. Right. Right. You know, it, it could be something like that. Your book is the type of book that I would sit down and read cover to cover, put it down for about 10 minutes, pick it up and start again. Simply because mm-hmm. you're not telling me this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You're giving me ideas. To You're planting seeds in my head, actually. Yeah. To, to do it on my own. It's like almost like you're sitting next to me and saying, this is what I did and this is what you could do. Mm-hmm. That's the idea I get by talking to you. Yeah, and the questions that I ask in the book, these I give these journaling prompts and different um, exercises, and it, it makes you think about something in a way that you wouldn't normally think about it, which, you know, when you, sometimes all you need to do is change perspective, and then things become clear. Excellent. That's, that, I, I, love, I love a book like that. <laughs> I, I honestly do. I hate yeah. I hate when somebody sits down and tells me like you have to you have to do this. If you do this, this is what's going to happen. How do you know that? Yeah. Yeah, they can't guarantee any anything. No, but <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, and it's the same thing with podcasting. You get guys they drive a cab during the day, but at night they're a doctor. But your book is one of the books that make you want to think they they have you wanting to think and you're not sitting there drilling into somebody's head i know better than you that's why yeah, i certainly don't <laughs> <laughs> because i mean if you had the answers I, you'd be king of the world <laughs> or queen of the yeah. world well, the only expert on your life is you thank you thank yeah. you very much if, i mean if you had the answers to this i'd be asking you for the lottery numbers <laughs> I would have won by now. <laughs> exactly. I would and I would have been your best friend. <laughs> uh this has been great. This has been great, Donna. And so, I really enjoy talking with you. I I definitely enjoy talking with you. Now, go ahead. The name of the book is Wild Moon Healing. And where is it available? You can get it on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. And you can also follow me at my website is wildmoonhealers.com. And don't worry about if you didn't get that. It's going to, that website is going to be in the show notes and we'll have the name of the book and where it's available in the show notes. Any other web addresses or anything you have? Um, You can find Wild Moon Healers on Facebook and Instagram. And we'll have all those addresses in the show notes as well. Donna, and if you want to reach Donna, write Donna at, what's the address again? Wildmoonhealers.com? Yeah, you can go there and there's a contact me page, wildmoonhealers.com, and you can send me an email from the contact um, page on my website. Send her an email, she'll write you back, she'll even send you an autographed picture of herself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's been a lot of fun today it's been a lot of fun very informative 
Very informative. And I'm going to tell everybody right now, Christmas is coming. This is a great book to buy someone as a gift or a stocking stuffer. So you have to get this book. Buy it for yourself also. You have to get this book. All right, Donna, thank you very much for being here with us today. Oh, thank you so much, Jimmy, for having me. Definitely. Without a doubt. I'd love to have you back again. Absolutely. We'll talk more about the wild moon healing, and maybe we'll, we'll get something to do with the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for being here, and I really appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. All right. I want to thank Donna Conley for joining us today. And I want to remind you, check out her book, Wild Moon Healing. And I want to thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. And I want to remind you, things can always be worse. That's right, my friends. Things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. Remember that. Hey, have you been checking out the apple fritters? They come out every day, fresh every day at 4 a.m. We're up early in the morning baking a new apple fritter for you every day, five days a week. So check them out. I want to thank you again for being here today, and we'll be back again to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Have a great day, my friends. And remember... Do something today to make somebody smile. Wave to them. Give them a handshake. Smile. That's all. Hey, you've been listening to An Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. And I'll talk to you again, my friends. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple. Your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.